Thank you for listening. And please tell a friend about the award-winning Travel Planners Radio Show with Kevin and Sue McCarthy. Hey, it's Peter Greenberg here. You're listening to the Travel Planner Show with Kevin and Sue McCarthy. And don't say I didn't warn you. Thank you, Peter. Our guest, Patty Morrow, just back from Vietnam. And sounds like you had a heck of a trip. Let's just kick it off the second segment with Da Nang. That's a name that's familiar to most Americans for any number of reasons, going back to uh, the 1960s. You have something here that says the Golden Hands Bridge. I looked that up, and I went, oh, that's what they call it. If you've ever seen the pictures (laughs) of this bridge, it's not held up by posts or chains or cables. It's a giant, looks like concrete hand, if you just held your hand out in front of you with the palm facing you, you're holding the bridge between your thumb and your fingers. The most (laughs) incredible looking thing I've ever seen. Do you have any idea what the inspiration for that or the meaning of that was? I think it was just one of the um, famous artists that is well known there, um, you know, wanted to create that bridge. And it's it's actually, I mean, it's just an Instagram sensation, but it's located in... A bit in a park, it, you know, in the hill, way up in the hills. It's, so you have to, you know, drive quite a bit to get. And this park is kind of like, kind of like Disney World. Um, but the bridge itself is, it's absolutely surreal. I mean, it, uh, there's usually like clouds and mist. But, yeah. you know, like you said, it's got those two gigantic hands and the bridge is golden. It curves around. Um, it's 3,200 feet in the air. So wow. you have a you know beautiful view, and it's just I mean it was just absolutely incredible. Except it is extremely crowded, extremely <laughs> a lot of people. So if you look at my Instagram, you'll see me kind of dodging in and out of people to to get my shot. But it was um, it was a lot of fun. So it's just an attraction. It's not a highway with people go back and forth to work on. Nope, you can't. In fact, you have to enter this park to get to the bridge, which is something, you know, most people don't know. But the park itself is really pretty. It's got, um, a, you know, another section that looks like France from, like, you know, the turn of last century. And it's really, it's very pretty. It's worth going for sure. Yeah. I just, that's, I've seen the picture and I didn't know where, what, why, how. But that sounds like a must-see place when you're in Vietnam, for sure. I know it's very hard, Patty, to come up with something for a favorite place. But evidently, you had a favorite place while you were there. What was that? I did. And so that is the, the town of Hoi An. So it's just this immensely picturesque city. It's, uh, it's in central Vietnam. Um, it's known for its well-preserved 15th-century ancient town, and it's cut through with canals. It has an incredible melting pot um, history. You know, it's that, kind of that mix of eras of architecture, including ornate Vietnamese, the colorful French colonial buildings, and there's also Japanese and Chinese influences. And mm-hmm. I was just, I fell in love with it. I loved exploring the ancient old town. I just couldn't get enough of it. The old Japanese bridge and lots of the the ancient structures were just absolutely beautiful. And a couple of things I did had to do with boating. So one was a lantern boat ceremony on the on the river. 
And so you get into this boat at nighttime, and the whole river is lit up with these beautiful, colorful lanterns. And you can get these paper lanterns, and they take you on the river. It's got a candle inside it, and you make a wish, and you release the lantern down into the river. And so I got two. I got a pink and a blue one, and I made a wish for each of my my wonderful children, daughter and son. And I even (laughs) bought an Aude to wear, which is the traditional, you know, that long... um, Vietnamese um, dress with the the wide pants underneath, and oh, yeah. it was just a very very sweet. I said us some notes ceremony. that say something about a coconut boat adventure. What's that? Well, that was just the opposite. That was so much fun. So there's these basket boats, and um, you know, two people can get in, and you have a driver, and they take you out again into the the canals and the mangroves, and um, they, you know, I got into one where they started spinning the boat all around. I, was, I mean, I had to hang on for dear life, but it was so much fun. <laughs> I got to throw a fishing net. I got to do all kinds. Of, at one point, you went into this canal, and there were people on the side doing karaoke. I mean, it was just just something you don't expect. Very, very fun. A tilt-a-whirl on water. Yeah, and you mentioned karaoke, and a thing that I don't think most people realize is that, you know, it's been... 50 years plus since uh, we were engaged in conflict there. And things have changed. I mean, it's a lot of these places are very modern cities as well as historical. Uh, speaking of which, depending on what you want to call it, Saigon or Ho Chi Minh City, that had to be a, uh, an amazing place to visit. Yes, that was really fun. I prefer Saigon. I think it's more of an old-time kind of romantic uh, name. I think Ho Chi Minh City is the actual, um, the official name, but a lot of people still call it Saigon. Um, and that was really, um, that was fascinating too. The first thing we did when we got there, we, we took a cyclo tour. So a cyclo is kind of like a rickshaw, except that the biker is in the back instead of the front. So they, you know, they took us all around, uh, the city, you know, looking at the, the outside of the landmarks, like the Unification Palace and the Chinese Quarter called Kolan, past the markets, and that that was actually really fun. We started at kind of dusk and went into the night, and all the lights came on. It was just that was just really uh, really a great way to get introduced to the city. We we did a rickshaw tour in Beijing, and the guy when I walked up to the rickshaw, you could just see the look on his face, like, "Why did I come to work today?" Uh, because I'm a rather, rather large guy, and that that's, brings me to the next subject you told us about uh, the tunnels, the Vietnamese Chu Chi tunnels or Coochie Chi tunnels. <laughs> that was one thing I never had to worry about being a tunnel rat in the army because I wouldn't fit. Can you get down into these tunnels? <laughs> you can, can. It's it's a very complex network of tunnels. And, you know, of course, the Viet Cong, you know, lived in them for protection during the war. And, yeah, I mean, they're, they're you know, outside buildings, too. And it's, it's pretty fascinating. This one um, place showed us, like, eight kinds of, you know, torture that were in the ground that people would step into and... Um, very, very gruesome what would happen to them. But you can also crawl through the tunnels. Uh, You know, you can't be claustrophobic because they're very tight, but 
you can crawl in them and, you know, kind of get a, you know, a view of what it was like. We are almost out of time, and I wanted to talk about the food, but the next time you come to St. Louis, we will take you to My Lei, which is a Vietnamese restaurant that has the best pho in the world, which is a soup. Egg coffee. To our listeners, look it up. Okay? Egg coffee and snake wine. The egg coffee looks great. It kind of looks like a big, frothy, hot chocolate. And uh, snake wine that actually has poisonous snakes in it. Yeah. I wanted to ask about that Yes or no? (laughs) Did you you take a sip or not? Of course. You have to try it, right? (laughs) That's right. Luggage and (laughs) And lipstick. That's the site you want to go to. And, again, safe travels. Enjoy the holidays, and we'll chat again soon. Bye-bye.